0: And we're recording, so okay. just sit back, relax. If you move the mic, if you move your hands on the mic, it's gonna pick up. So just kind of hold on to it as okay. much as you can. But all right, so um, tell me a little bit about your resume. You're at Big Creek, and then
1: um, before I was at the Crossing at Big Creek, I was with the Philadelphia Film Festival for a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, I've owned my own film label before. Had a big film review site for a little bit. That's how okay. I up at the film festival. Um, worked in media all across the, you know, all across the board, digital film trailers, um, <laughs> magazines, okay. worked all across the board at it. And then I was at the crossing at big Creek for since 2017 until earlier this year.
0: Okay. And so between the crossing, you also did stuff with bulls bands and
1: I worked for another company called bulls bands and barrels, bulls bands, and barrels. which okay. is a rodeo. It's all the best parts of a rodeo and it ends with a concert. It's, it's, it's like, um, it's the new monster truck
0: so you've realistically have been in this promotions type industry and bringing concerts and bringing entertainment to whatever city for a very very long time yes and now is. you're the interim director
1: at the civic center and opera house
0: okay so the interim director of what performing arts interim director of performing arts all right cool all right man Well, this is the Dothan Area Business Podcast. I am so thankful that I have Clay Dempsey here. Um, For those of you who don't know Clay, Clay is the type of person where you're just going to go through life, you're going to meet a bunch of people, and you're going to totally forget about them. But not a person like Clay. Um, Clay is that type of guy where you meet him, he leaves a lasting impression in your life, and you get to know him, and it is just... That guy, Clay, solid dude. He's a good guy. Um, I appreciate I, that. Yeah, man, no problem. I don't think I've ever met anyone who um, who, who knows you that's like saying anything bad about you.
1: You just, you just don't know enough people.
0: I guess not. <laughs> 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 um, so, Clay, I know you've had this long running history of bringing events to whatever city that you're going to, uh, right? correct and so over you know you worked over at uh um big creek the amphitheater down the crossing at the big creek crossing at big creek big creek amphitheater right and you worked there for about five years from would you say, um,
1: 2000 december 2017 until march of this year 2023
0: gotcha and so you were behind a couple of big names that performed at yes. that venue right yes. And, yes. and remind me who were they
1: um i started off with rick flair in 2018, mm-hmm. yeah, um, there's Mick Foley, Michael Blackson came, um, um, and then we had, you know, then we jumped in the, we did a lot of small events, and then we jumped into the amphitheater business. It was going to be 2020, but COVID happened, so it put us back to 2021. So we had Cody Johnson, Co Wetzel, Riley Green. Um, it was climbing. It was doing really good.
0: That's really good, um, man.
1: Outdoor venue is a different
0: ball game. Yeah, it's really interesting too because you guys, I mean, bringing Ric Flair.
1: Yeah, Ric Flair was cool
0: to Dothan, Alabama. Yeah, um, then you've got Mick Foley. Like those are two really big names um, that are very popular in this area. I mean, who doesn't?
1: Yeah, there's guys asked me there. They said they want to get back into entertainment. They've done a few things down there, mm-hmm. but they can never um, find someone who okay. Whenever you do an event, it, it's it's can get stressful. Mm-hmm. So the you know, and when it's over with. You don't want to bask in the glory of that thing. You don't want to say, oh, I did that. You right. hang your hat on that one thing. Right. you got to be able to adjust, plan what's next, and go. Um, so in the past, they'd had people there that they would do events, and then they couldn't get any. they, they just live in that one moment. We did that, and that mm-hmm. was the end. So they told me they want to get any into back into events, and um, they said, do you have any ideas? And that's when the Ric Flair 30 for 30 was up. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, I'd love to bring Ric Flair here. And they said, do you think you can get Ric Flair? And I said, hey, give me about a week. So then I went back to him and I told him, I said, hey, I need a $10,000 deposit check and I need to go to Valdosta, Georgia. <laughs> um, and they trusted me with it and I went over and got Ric Flair.
0: Wow. Yeah. So how do you actually like, get a hold of Ric Flair? Because I assume that this isn't something that you just sent him a DM.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. This takes a, you know, luckily you could actually go to his website at the point because Ric Flair was, you know, 30 for 30 brought him back up. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you could actually, it says contact us. Well, what I didn't know that it goes to his wife. And maybe it okay. maybe probably doesn't do that now, guys. So don't, uh-huh. you know, don't do it now. <laughs> but um, it was just that easy. But sometime in these events, you know, you come across two different guys who 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 run venues. Some wait for things to happen. The others are like me. They're constantly on the phone, constantly mm-hmm. looking for promoters, constantly looking to bring stuff to town. Mm-hmm. And that, that's that's. And God bless my wife, but you know, we don't even have movie night because I'm constantly on the phone, sending
0: texts, sending emails. Just what's it going to take to bring you here? Right. Right. Yeah. You're a real go getter. I mean, for someone because here's the thing. Not a lot of people know this, but Dothan, Alabama is is the seventh largest city in. Yeah. Dothan is the seventh largest city in the state of Alabama. Yeah. You wouldn't think so. Just driving around town. No, you wouldn't. Um, Huge, huge um, landmass for its city and or huge landmass. But it's just it doesn't. It's not bolstering like Birmingham where there's, you know, I want to say all this construction, but there is a ton of construction. I guess it's, you know, we're just catching up with the, the potential that we have. Right. Um, but it's still very much a small town mindset. And you know, when we moved here from Southern California, I remember telling my wife, I was like, man, it's like we went back in time 10 years, right? But everybody has iPhones. And this was about 11 (laughs) years ago. And you know, because it was so nice. People were talking to their neighbors. You know, it was very, very friendly. Um, but a lot of people will habitually go out of town for an event. You know, they entertainment will. or what have you.
1: We do the same. My wife and I do the same. Right. You
0: know. But you're, you're making a positive impact by bringing people um, for entertainment to the Circle City, right. which is great. We're, we're trying. You know, We're trying. Yeah. I mean, it's something, too, where when you bring when you're succeeding in the position that you're, you're, you're in, which you're very, very humble and very, such a nice guy. Um, you know, you're making a positive impact because you're bringing these big names into the city that people are willing to spend money on is just to see their show or hear them talk. And you're keeping the local money in the local economy. Right. Um, and so I think that that's something that, you know, don't hang your hat on it, you know, don't rest in your laurels, but that's still something to kind of look back and be like, man, I can't believe I did that. That's actually pretty cool.
1: Yeah. I have those moments, yeah. you know, we sit back and, you know, I can remember when, uh, when, you know, the Kevin Hart thing was happening and I, I looked on the couch at my wife, like we, she saw me work on this thing for two weeks before anybody even knew. Mm-hmm. And then when it got close, you know, two days before announcing, I had the offer got emailed me. The deal points got emailed and it said, confirmed both in Alabama. And I asked my wife, I said, is this real?
0: Wow! Yeah, yeah. A lot of babysitters made money off of you that <laughs> night, man. <laughs> babysitters, um, people that sell
1: clear bags in Dothan have been making a lot of money. Yeah, Cause that's up true. Until I got there, you could just walk around the Civic Center, bring in whatever you want. I mean, wow. it was, you know, so a lot of people started selling clear bags. So there, there's there's economic impact on every move that that places make in
0: Dothan. Right, right. I mean, because you know, you think about it, people want to be entertained.
1: They want to be entertained you, any any time, and that's the highlight of my career. Is you know, I don't get to watch shows. People have asked me several times how was Kevin Hart. Well, I watched it on Peacock last week. I haven't, you know, I didn't see the show. Um, what I what I what I do is, you know, I facilitate memories for people, mm-hmm. and I facilitate a great guest experience because you want to get away from your eight to five. You may want to get away from your kids. You may you need an escape. You can't just go to work, go home, go to sleep, go to work, go home, go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Need something to look forward to. You need an escape and. um I just been, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be in that position where I can help people
0: make those memories. That's cool, man. Yeah. That's really, really cool. I mean, just knowing that you're making such a positive impact in, in some people's lives, right? Where right. they're just creating, like what you said, these wonderful memories for them. It's like, hey, remember that time we saw so-and-so? Right. And then they watch them on, you know, television at home. It's like, hey, you, 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 we went to that. or we? Right, right,
1: right. I, I, I prefer to be the guy behind the curtain. Right. You, you know, that's, that's you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, I understand, man. I know you pretty well. I'm not surprised <laughs> with you saying something like that. <laughs> um, so, tell me. I mean, because normally on this on this podcast, we're bringing in locally owned and operated business owners or um, general managers you know, that are operating in their companies locally. And we're talking best practices on, you know, how to run a company, how to, you know, uh, manage and lead employees, different things like that, the positive impact that their business has on the local economy. But with you, you know, you're, you're making a positive impact for the local economy because you're bringing these acts in. That's already established, right? right. That's great. Um, you know, but tell me a little bit about, you know, your... Behind the scenes, like why, aside from facilitating memories, why do you like to do this? I mean, um,
1: I also have an MBA as well. So I do what? like, yeah, I do like business. Uh-huh. And I do like, look, um, you know, efficiency, but also doing the, doing, okay, so I, I come from a project management background. First job was, was doing Oracle databases out mm-hmm. of college. Um, got out of that. I like project management and and one thing that's great about events project management is that date's rolling. I mean, it's coming towards you. So Mm -hmm. it's controlling chaos. So it's, it's planned for as much as you know, is going to happen. That way you can adjust to what the unknowns. And, um, that's what I like is having these little compartments spinning Mm -hmm. and then you see the whole thing take shape and it's, it's a beautiful thing to be in that moment.
0: Wow, man. Yeah. That, I mean, for me personally with my background, like I totally understand, um, what you're saying? Maybe that's the reason why you and I get along so well. Yeah, probably, <laughs> we, probably. So we it's all about it, the man. prep. You know? Yeah.
1: You know, I used to tell staff, um, nobody shows up, you know, to a baseball game to watch anybody cut the grass, but that's mm-hmm.
0: probably the most important part of the game. Right. You yeah. Maintaining the field. Yeah. Maintain the field. Mm-hmm. Um, now, so for Kevin Hart, because you know you started out with your your resume, right? right. Like you were you were here, right. you were there, then now you're at the the interim. Uh, Interim Performing Arts Director for the Civic Center and the Dothan Opera House, yes. right? Okay, and so this was your first show at that helm, right? First show. So I, I, I you I, talk I, about strong, starting strong out the gate, <laughs> it's, man. It's
1: all downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: what I tell people all the time. It's all downhill from here. Yeah, I bet a lot of people uh, are disappointed in giving you a hard time. Like, yeah, well, you know, who's going to be it's, better it's, than Kevin Hart? I don't know. But, you know, <laughs>
1: all, all I know is you know. Um, so, I was there for seven weeks, and then, due to unforeseen circumstances, the, the director took a medical leave. Mm-hmm. So, um, in there, about three weeks, and I don't really know the team that well. Like, right. I guess, you know, they don't know me. I'm still an outsider today. I'm still an mm-hmm. outsider. But um, I get an email forward to me, and it was um, a guy I know from Live Nation Red Mountain. Okay. And he had Kevin Hart in the subject. Okay, so typically as a promoter or as a venue operator, you see promoters come in all the time. Hey, I can do this. I can do that. 90% of the time, if it's a big name like that, it, is, it does not work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I then I looked at the name, and I said, oh, I know this guy. You okay. know, I know this guy from Whiskey Myers Tour. Like, I know this guy. Okay. So I call him up. And I said, hey, um, you know, this is the Civic Center Opera House. Then I stop him while he's talking. I said, hey, Jay, you know me. And then we start talking. He realizes who I am, and then it just okay. started rolling. Really? You know, and so the whole process, it was um, 20% confirmed one day, 50% confirmed the next day. And then it took about a three-day pause, and then it was a um, 100% Duffin, Alabama, Ohio's a Kevin Hart show. And that was on a Friday. Now, we didn't announce until Monday. Uh-huh. So, you know, just had to sit in it for three days.
0: So how how does that process even work? I mean, because you said 20%, 50%, then finally 100%. It's just deal points. Like the promoters going back and forth
1: with the artist and the agent trying to get to a deal that works. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was. So I said the venue, like all oh, we are, we're, I'm, in, I'm in the venue business. So I'm not in the, you know, the concert business. I'm in the venue guest experience business. So for me, all I'm doing is renting a building. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm providing the staff that can, you know, Put this process in place
0: okay and you're brokering those deals so that these people can
1: i broker that deal with the promoter the promoter handles everything with the agent
0: artist really and so yep. you just knew a really you just knew a promoter you yeah, knew it, a guy yeah in... red mountains is probably the biggest one in alabama wow yeah that's really interesting man um so networking is a, a really, really important key. aspect. Yeah.
1: It, it, no, I said this before, too. It, it all comes down to timing and relationships. Right. So, you know, before you, you bust a relationship out there, try to think of the long game. Sometimes you just got to, you know, either eat a lesson and walk
0: off. So what can you tell us about this whole Kevin Hart experience and bringing him here? Like, what are some behind the scenes, you know, elements that would make some people just say, oh, OK, that's pretty cool or wow?
1: I'm um, looking at a 62 page writer. Yeah. You know, 62 page writer covers everything as like a book. Really? You know, it's a roadmap of how to set up a Kevin Hart show. Wow. Um, and then think it to yourself, you know, again, like I've only been there a week, you yeah. know, in this, this job a week. So um, can I lead my team to pull this off? Right. You know, can we do this? And it's not so much can we, like now we got to do this. Right. You know, right. So.
0: so what would have happened if you like, you announce it and then you guys just can't do it? No, nothing. It's still coming. It's just gonna be a, a, a garbage show. <clears throat> really? Okay.
1: Yeah. You know, luckily, luckily, I fell into some strong people on my team, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it's the biggest thing they've ever done down there, right? And um, they all bought in, and as the as the show's going, and these new processes start happening, and right. you know, I walk around and make comments, you know, like you hear people scanning tickets, bleep, bleep, bleep. I said, "Hey, you hear that?" And they go, "What?" And I go, "Progress." And I walk off. You know, nice. I walk up to the other staff in the dark, watching Kevin Hart, and I bump them with the elbow, and I go, "Hey." It's Kevin Hart in Dothan, Alabama. Then I high five and walk off. Yeah, you know. So now we got people really, you know. Hopefully they're behind, me. and if not, you know.
0: Yeah. I'm. <laughs> you, you know, I have to say this, and we'll definitely go back to it because I'm sure there's plenty of other behind the scenes details um, that you can share with us. But you really open the door, right, to bring in some more big name acts, right, to Dothan, Alabama, right. I mean, you know, when I was at the TV station, um oh my gosh, what was Uncle Cy came yeah. to the Dothan Civic Center and you would have, I mean, so many people were so excited to go see him because right. Duck Dynasty was very, very popular at that time. And then you have, you know, some other people like, you know, Henry Cho was, is a pretty right. funny comedian who I really enjoy, but um, we've had some really big names come, but nothing as big as. I you know, try to Kim throw this Hart. in
1: perspective to somebody because I asked, was it the biggest thing to ever come to Dothan? And they said Ron White was here. And Ron White is huge. Love Ron White. I'd love to right. have Ron White back any day. Right. But here's the thing. And I would tell them Ron White can go to Korea. Ron White can go to South America, walk around. Nobody's going to recognize Ron White. Kevin Hart can't go anywhere on this planet. Like, he is a global icon, and he just came to Doth. And you brought him here. I mean, I, you know, God brought him here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what I, that's what I do, Rick. I, I'm going to be honest with you, you know, about the way I believe in things. Um, I got work ethic, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm hard headed. I don't, I don't believe in no, like, you know, if I go to one thing and it doesn't work, I'm not going to hit that same thing the same way, but I may go after that same thing with a different approach. Right. Um, but you know, we pray about it and I I live my truth and you know, God presents work for me and I'm going to try to knock it out.
0: So where does Kevin Hart even stay in Dothan, Alabama? Kevin Hart
1: stayed nowhere in Dothan, Alabama. Kevin Hart flew his private jet into the Dothan airport and then he got a, um, I apologize for that. And then he got a police escort from the Dothan Airport to the Doubletree, which he went out for maybe 10 minutes. That's where all his staff was staying. Uh-huh. Came back, got a police escort to the Civic Center, got dropped off about 7.30, was out of there at 12.05 that night, right back to his
0: jet. Wow. Yeah. That's it. I mean, he's got it like that. <laughs> he ubered in a jet yeah I'd love to take a helicopter to work but you know <laughs> wow yeah. um okay so what, was there anything in his rider that really stood out that was like wow this is kind of weird no you hear, nothing, you nothing those, like that really
1: it was just very very detailed okay right? you know detailed down to the food they eat you know cause he's a he's a vegan he's not you know he has his own vegan restaurants mm-hmm. um the weirdest message I got all night long cause you know your phone's blowing up your, your radio's blowing up right um Can you get me a microwave backstage? This is like 1030. Okay. Like, yeah, I can go out. I replied to the guy. Yeah, I'm going to go out to my car and get a microwave by the trunk. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know, but luckily I have another staff member who has an office. He said, yeah, I got a microwave. And I said, rip it off the wall. Kevin Hart needs a microwave. What in the world did he need a microwave for? I mean, maybe he got hungry because, you know. We were lucky enough to, um they asked for some of the best in Dothan to cater it so we hooked them up with KBC. Okay. So there was a lot of KBC food around the whole day. Gotcha, okay. Yep.
0: Okay. Wow, that's interesting. So KBC yeah. catered? KBC catered. They, they, stay, they, they were there
1: from six in the morning until four the next morning.
0: What are they doing there at six in the morning? Because you do
1: breakfast, lunch, dinner. For your guys? His guys? No, for guys? his staff. Now, so like Kevin Hart has an A team and a B team. Okay. The A team is the talent. The B team is, you know, you got a road manager. You got mm-hmm. a, You got a, I mean, managers galore out there. And you got promoters. You got staff that took to set up the show, which they bring those in. We don't. We don't provide those. So you have a staff of twenty, a crew of there of twenty, they have to feed too. Mm-hmm. You know. So KBC was there taking care of everybody all day long. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Okay. So the B team rolls in there. They're doing all, like, the setup, setting up yep. the stages. and Okay. Well, that makes sense. So um, the A-team, in terms of talent, who was it that opened for them?
1: Um, the Plastic Cup Boys. The Plastic Cup Boys. Yeah, and they did great. Really? Yeah. Again, I didn't see it. I'm just going by what what was told to me.
0: <laughs> what was on the, the the document then, huh?
1: Yeah, whatever's on the document. Plus, plus you know, for me, at least, like I said, I'm, I'm really big in the guest experience. Mm-hmm. I spent enough time at, you know, a Casino World. And then in the concert world to know, like, if I pay 100 bucks for a ticket, 250 bucks for a ticket, the last thing I want to do is wait in a long line. You're going to wait in lines, but to wait like an hour to get in just wasn't going to happen. So I stayed up front the whole night just trying to make sure everybody got in
0: easily. What was some of the feedback that you got from um, the people who went? I mean, it was all
1: great. You know, like I said, I, li- I like being the guy behind the curtain, but to wake up on Saturday morning and just seeing your name tagged over and over and over and over It's kind of overwhelming, you know, because, you know, at the end of the day, it's not about me or my team or the Civic Center. It's about Dothan. Right. So everybody showed up. Everybody acted right. We only only booted three people from the 10 p.m. show for having their cell phone out. So, I mean, everybody did great. Man, that's really
0: impressive.
1: I mean, I think, you know, I don't want to jinx it, but that that looked really great.
0: (laughs) And so now with um, Kevin Hart. In shifting gears a little bit, um we now have KC and the Sunshine Band coming to Dothan. We do, and that 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 the company bringing them, or the promoter bringing them, was already coming to the Civic Center.
1: Mm-hmm. It's just now, I think, you know, the way we're doing things, they're going to bring more stuff because they feel more secure, right? um So we we'll work with them hand in hand. They have another one we haven't announced yet. We're going to announce it July twenty fourth. Okay. um I have a guy that used to be on Saturday Night Live that. You know, he may or may not open for Metallica on tour. I think he's coming in November. Um, you know, so we're trying some things. Very cool, man. Yes, but I'm, I'm looking at 2024 because that's
0: going to be my first full year. Mm-hmm. So
1: I'm trying to see what I'm going to do then.
0: Wow. So how far out are you working in advance? Right now I'm in February of next year. February of next year. Yeah. Okay, because I know a lot of events just happen every single year in the fourth quarter at the Civic Center or the Opera House. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of local events. And right. Th- those are here to stay. I mean, that's, that's it. You know, I will say that... Um, i will tell you this on the podcast i had to turn down aew wrestling because we have something that comes every year
0: you had to turn down aew wrestling yes, i did the interesting fact mm. i actually grew up with matt massey from the young bucks oh wow yeah man he grew up like we grew up in rancho Cucamonga, california right and i went to elementary middle school high school with that guy right and it was it was wild because seeing him go from you know matt right the kid right. with a ponytail and this the head the the side yeah, right. of his head shaved right um to following him on Facebook and just like, oh, yeah, I'm a gym rat. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, dude. And like, Correct. oh, I'm going to be a wrestler. Yeah, whatever, man. I'm like, okay, well, let's see what happens. And then sure enough, I'm like,
1: who the heck are the young bucks? <laughs> he turned out to be an AEW anchor point. One of the yeah, first man. Guys.
0: I, I was like, and then I heard that he started AEW with, with Chris Jericho and his brother. Mm-hmm. and I was like, my goodness, man. I can't believe that that happened. Are you, you still know? friends with him? No, no. We lost contact after high school. I was going
1: to say, you probably need to reach out to him because I may need some more
0: help with those guys, <laughs> really. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I don't think that if we were standing in the same room, we'd probably recognize each other, right? Or he would probably recognize me, but no, I don't think if you told him, Hey, Rick Rojas says what's up, he'll probably be like, Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> 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 the guy has met a lot of people, a lot of people, um, but uh. So you had to turn down an AEW event because something that comes to the center. And that's not to say they won't be back, but you know Mm -hmm.
1: that date is is that's something that you know. And what what I've fallen into, and this isn't me, you know, talking negatively negatively in any way about it, because you know I appreciate a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But there was five year
0: holds on certain things, so that date for the next five years was promised, promised, promised. Well, I mean, good for you too, being able to stick with your morals and saying, "Hey, man." They've got it, right. You know, I'm sorry, you can't have this date, right. And
1: I would, I would love to, but you know, I can't do it, right. Right. Yeah. So but, good for you, man. You know, Looking I out. For, I don't know if the
0: five years is going to stick, but you know, <laughs> for, for this year, it's okay. Right. Yeah. Right, man. I mean, it's you're you're new to the position, so you just don't want to rock the boat. Right. Right.
1: I'm, I'm rocking it enough as
0: it is. I think. Well, yeah. Um, and I think there's just going to be certain circumstances where it's going to be like, all right, hey, do you guys think we can move your event? Because we got X, Y and Z coming to the city right. potentially. And that can make a, a huge impact, right. um, you know, because, again, Dothan is the seventh largest city in the state of Alabama. Right. There's so many people here who are looking to do something. And, you know, I don't think that. Especially since you prove it with Kevin Hart is that if you have the right person coming into the town, people are gonna buy tickets for it oh people people ate those tickets up within you know some people on my staff were um
1: they couldn't believe some of the tickets were thousand bucks, you know, yeah nobody's ever gonna buy those tickets so like us mm-hmm. watch it when they go on sale yeah, they're gonna be the first ten to go and sure enough, you know within the first thirty minutes they were gone. Wow, yeah, so, that so the first show sold out uh thirty six hours. Really? And then the second show would have sold out had we put it on sale right after instead of waiting,
0: you know, seven days. Right. Right. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, even at the Dothan Civic Center, I don't want to say that there's no bad seat in the house, but it's a a very intimate venue. Yeah. Depending on what's going on. Uh, in terms of the event, right, right, it's not you,
1: a bad seat. No, you take an artist that can sell, you know, fifteen thousand tickets and put him in a room, that, uh, you know, one fifth of the size. Right,
0: it's going to be a good night. Even if you're paying five hundred dollars for a ticket at right. the and Civic Center, if you were to go to the Staples Center or, right. well, I guess Crypto Arena now, um, you know, in these much bigger cities, that five hundred dollar ticket would easily be, you know, twenty five hundred bucks, thirty five hundred right. bucks. Um, you're right. And so, you know, you look at the proximity as well. It's even those tickets that are on the third tier of the Civic Center, it's still relatively closer than what you would right. have at a Braves game. Right. You're right. And you're paying probably double the price. You're right. Um, so that's, you know, and, and I commend you. And I think that that's just really impressive that you're bringing these bigger names um, to to the city because it's just going to open up more opportunity for other big names to come to the city and help the local economy, help these downtown businesses, right. um, even down to helping the babysitters make some money because, you know, mom and dad are going out on a date. <laughs> right? And um, you know, I think that's wild, man. That's, I mean, great.
1: That's, that's, that's a big part of this job too, is, is, you know, I'm in a position where part of my job is to bring stuff like that. That's going to create, you know, <clears throat> heads and beds. It's going to create forks and mouths. It's going to create some commerce. Not, you know, you just don't want to have events just to have them. Like, I'm not going to have a, a domino contest or a marble contest just because it's something else to fill the calendar. You know, I'm, I'm very, um going into next year, I'm, I'm I'm very protective of my Thursdays because Dothan is a, a routed town. So, if somebody comes from Atlanta, they're coming over to Texas, well, they can stop in Dothan on a Thursday, or then come before the tour starts off, come to Dothan on Thursday. Same thing from Tennessee down to Florida. We're in a good spot to get some Thursday night shows, and that's what it's gonna take. Like, you know, even though we got Kevin Hart, we still got a long way to go to build a market here. So the goal is to build this market before we get to the new facility.
0: Is there anything in particular, like is there a game plan that you have, or, you know, I guess a a wish list of certain artists or uh, events that you would like to have in the city?
1: I'm um, not off the top of my head. Like, you know, I just kind of, kind of play it as I go. Um, I've, I've learned a long time ago, don't don't book things with your heart.
0: <laughs> nobody's going to show up. That's a good way to get disappointed, I guess. <laughs> it's
1: a very way to get disappointed. You know, I love it, but then again, I don't get to see the
0: show. Right, right. Well, did your wife at least get to see the show?
1: My wife, they asked about, you know, runners. And if they had people I could trust to be a runner, then you needed uh-huh. three. So my wife was actually a runner the whole day. So she didn't see the show either. So what did she do as a runner? Um, you know, made runs to Chipotle, um, made runs to find, you know, <laughs> find a st- microwave. Stools, with, um, with stools with backs on for his side security to sit on the side of stage, because he had some real tough security with him. I don't doubt it. Yeah. You, I got behind him in the hallway. Um, behind but the you,
0: security or behind Kevin?
1: Yeah, security was in between us, but he was okay. walking to the stage, and I was just coming through the back hall. Right. Um, And they, they, they were nice-sized security guards. Yeah, you're
0: a nice-sized fellow yourself, yeah, man. Yeah, I felt small. <laughs> yeah. <You know, laughs> wow okay well that's cool yeah um so let me ask you this now tell us a little bit about kc and the sunshine man like how did that come come to uh fruition
1: that's just six string southern they they were already bringing shows here they they brought you know vince gill gary allen they've been coming here um you know so they just they just brought it you know they asked how i thought it would do and I, i said i think it's gonna do better and we both you know, both anticipate. Right. Cause you know, even Casey and sunshine band, they got at least 10 songs that everybody knows the words for. It's, oh, it's going to yeah, be, a, it's going to be a big night.
0: When I saw that, um, information get released, I was like, Hmm, let me pull up some Casey and sunshine yeah. band in my so, Apple. You know,
1: it's, 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 a different demo than I've ever done a show for.
0: Right. Um, just please eat your vitamins before you come and, you know, <laughs> don't fall. Like, it's going to be a good night. That's yeah. awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been listening to some of that funk since, for since it was announced, I mean, you just get into it. You oh, man, can't they play not. those.
1: They play those songs at sports arenas. Yeah. Like those are just you know so the jock jam songs.
0: Yeah, it, it, you can't not um, at least tap your foot right when that when that type of music comes right. on. Right,
1: and I guess too, I, I want you know two things. I do want um, obviously I want wrestling back, whether that's T N A or something mm-hmm. that we can get. Um, I do want a big praise and worship show. I'm working on one of those. Gotcha, and um, I do want a big metal show
0: a big metal show and then
1: a young country show so there's things that i do want that will happen right you know because you know i like the young country shows because of of, you know where i was at the big creek i know know what you know i know what those do
0: (laughs) so it's not necessarily a you know i want this artist but i want this category
1: yeah category
0: okay yeah just genre and so is there anyone specifically like on the worship side that you're trying to get
1: um no you know you'd like to have someone like brandon lake but you know can we you know can't you know, is our venue big enough for Brandon Lake? Right. You know, my wife. My wife. I'm, I mean, I'm firmly convinced there's only six praise songs mm-hmm. because I hear them. She listens to them. I hear them at church. Right. I mean, it's just, there's six good ones. But my wife listens to Maverick City constantly, and I don't know. You know. Right. I don't know if we're big enough for that. Or you know, I don't know if we're maybe we're too small for that. Right. <clears throat> but I, again, I don't mind hearing no, and I'm gonna find out.
0: That was a part of at the time. Um, we we're sitting around and we we're talking about uh, like Phil Wickham. Right. And so I think they did some research, and at the time, and this was a while ago, it was like twenty five thousand dollars to bring in Phil Wickham. Some
1: of those cats are expensive.
0: Yeah, but I mean, if you think about it, right? Mm-hmm. If you bring Phil Wickham in and you sell your tickets, it's gonna you are gonna recoup that money back. Now, now you are probably mind, not gonna be making money off of alcohol right, sales. Right. So, <laughs> so keep in a Phil mind, like I said, concert
1: the the venue doesn't really make money off the tickets, so we'll charge. You know, so technically, you want to charge a rental fee. And you want to make that fee high enough where it covers all your labor, you have a little bit left over. Um, and then you want to charge a facility fee on each ticket, and then you make the bulk of your money at alcohol. So, so like a praise and worship show, obviously the percentages would be a little bit higher.
0: Percentage is going to be a little bit higher on the ticket sales. Yeah, and there's another thing too okay. to
1: remember too. I used to tell this, you know, I've told this to, to people I work with before. There's also a community profit in doing these shows. The the goal, the goal for any venue is, you know. Don't lose money is number one. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, try to figure out a way to ancillary areas how to make your money, at least to me, from what I know from seeing the promoter side and the venue side. There's got to be a hybrid mix that works for
0: everybody. Right. Yeah. Right. That's interesting, man. Well, and you said it too. It's like that bit of advice for those people who are listening that maybe want to get into the promotion business is that this is how venues work. They're going to charge you a fee per ticket. They're going to charge you a rental fee. Right. It's up to you as a promoter to find good talent to where you're going to be able to make some money off of those ticket sales and off of paying off, you know, paying the the, the talent to come into town. Right. Because I'm sure it's not just a fee for them to show up. You have to foot the bill for. Right. And then food you have, all that. you
1: know, you have production costs. You have, mm-hmm. you know, the promoters promoters don't make a ton of money. Like you, you're not, you know, you, you've heard people say, I want to promote a show just to make one big lick. No, these, these good promoters, they get 10, 20% here, 10, 20% there, 10, 20% here. It's, it's a grind. Well, and that's how they make a salary.
0: What type of economic impact did a show, did Kevin Hart's show do for the city?
1: I mean, I, I don't know overall, but I would think it's pretty good because, you know, downtown was packed. Um, so downtown was packed, you know, pre-show then the people coming into the second show and then the people leaving the first show and then the people leaving the second show. So I think everybody did all right. Yeah.
0: You know, that's really interesting because yeah. it's not, there's a ripple effect for all of our actions, right? In yep. certain positions to yep. so where with your, what you do for a living, it's you, you make a splash and then your ripple effect really impacts the businesses that are downtown.
1: Yeah, they have. And so far this year I've been, I've, I've, been, I've been, you know, a key part in, um, two of the big downtown events you know mm-hmm. me and three other guys we do the Mardi Gras parade you know not the floats not everything but the design of the parade the production the graphics the marketing the the whole layout of the parade it's me and three other guys in Dothan right. um, so you know that was the happiest day in Dothan but then somebody made the joke and they were like Kevin Hart you just had the second happiest <laughs> day in Dothan so i just been again I've just been blessed to, you know like I said I'm, I'm from Ashford but I, I went you know lived in Auburn for a little bit went, got a couple degrees from there and then lived all over the country and I came back home and it's what you're supposed to do. Bring what you know how to do back home to make your community better.
0: Yeah, man. I think that, 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 that type of mentality and that type of work really does have a positive impact on the community because you know, you think about it, right? Like downtown books may be closed when Kevin Hart was running his show. Right. But how many people drove by their business And made a mental note like, hey, we should really check that place out. Right. We should come back there tomorrow. We should check it
1: out one Saturday we're strolling around. Or, you know,
0: maybe next week or, hey, you know, a month down the road. Hey, remember we talked about going to downtown books or going to this company or that business. You know, it just the exposure that it brings because it wasn't just folks. I'm sure it wasn't just folks from the Dothan city limits or going out 10 miles around the city limits. Like you guys probably had people coming down from, I would say Columbus, Columbus, Atlanta Panama city.
1: Yeah. Well, a lot of people in Panama city. A lot of them. Um, okay.
0: you, you can look at a map and see where the tickets came
1: from. Now, one thing it was okay. At the concerts at big Creek, 80% of the people were from outside of a 40 mile radius of Dothan that came to show. So you're talking 4,000 people, 80% are not even from this area. So, Kevin Hart, the first two thousand tickets sold were within 30 miles of Dothan, Alabama. <laughs> it is completely opposite of everything we all know. Gotcha. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. And it just shows that the city of Dothan and the counties around us do want entertainment right, and they want you know they don't want tribute shows, they want big entertainment, right. And you know I feel like for me personally, I feel like I could deliver at least one massive show a year. A bunch of smaller shows and high level shows, but one massive show a year. That's really cool. At least that's that is the goal: one massive show a year. Okay. And who knows? It maybe two or three. Who knows what's going to happen?
0: I think I think the city of Dothan has the capacity to um, bring a healthy return on the investment of those promoters and that talent. Yes,
1: and I do know the firsthand that we are on the you know. WME is the biggest talent agency in the country. I do know mm. that we are on W comedy's map. Really? So
0: something else will pop up. I don't know what it is yet, but it, it will pop up. So is there something that listeners or just the general public can do by, I don't know, maybe going to WME's website and looking at who they represent on the comedy side and sending emails like, hey, we would love to see this or we would love to see that. As I mean, I, I would go straight that
1: to lie. the I would straight go straight to the social media source. If you see a comedian that you want mm-hmm. Go out and tag them. Tell them to come to Dothan. We just had Kevin Hart. We did this. Tag everything. Don't just say you need to come to Alabama. Like tag them and
0: tell them why. Gotcha. And but you know, you guys are building your resume up too, right? Yeah, we're trying. Yeah, and then you're pushing that out. I'm sure. Yeah, we're trying. I know you pretty well. Yeah, yeah we're trying. <laughs> and like I said,
1: I, I fell in. You know, I fell into this thing. You know, so right now I'm, I'm, you know, I could not, um, I couldn't take a breath mm-hmm. like when I when I fell in this position. Because a week later, we got Kevin Hart. So I didn't even get to know my team. I didn't get to know the processes right. there. So right. we just went fast. So right now, we got kind of slow time. So we're building SOPs. We're building.
0: I like to have a plan of attack. And right. that's, that's
1: what I'm putting in place right now.
0: And it's not a bad thing. It's just, what do we do in these circumstances? Right. right. And
1: then um, how do we market ourselves?
0: Yeah. Yeah. How do you guys plan? So on the marketing side, are you talking about marketing yourselves to these promoters and the, this talent or to the, to
1: the area? To the area and then mark, you know, promoters. The more you put yourself out there in any kind of way, somebody's eventually gonna see it. And um unlike and I, I will say this, unlike where I used to work for, mm-hmm. um, I control the marketing budget on my end now, so I right can on. do more billboards, T right. V social, Hulu. So I have a new plan of attack I'm gonna try to take.
0: That's awesome. Good yeah. for you. Yep. Um coming from the perspective of somebody who was closely tied to that, you know, is just is one of those things where it makes a positive, it's a, it's a huge impact,
1: right? You, you want to get people excited and mm-hmm. show
0: them their stuff going on, you know, and, and give people an option. Hey, I can go do this here. Right. Well, and the other aspect too, is like, you're sending out invitations for people to come to the party.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, you know, come, come to the party. We're going to host for you.
0: Right. I mean, yeah. like we're, this is who we have come on down come and see us right? and yeah. so finding the right person and hitting them the right number of times you know and what
1: and thinking, thinking back to I think I do know my favorite part about the Kevin Hart show is when we announced it that Monday people thought it was fake <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I can then, see uh, that it got leaked out you know because I did I did say it at a meeting the day before we announced that, hey this is going to happen tomorrow you know they go around right. and they go what's going on in your department what's going on in your department I said, well, this is what's going on in mine I just went through it and everybody kind of stopped so then, um, you know, a friend of mine hit me up that night. and Said, "Hey, um, I heard Kevin Hart's coming to Dothan." I was like, "No, where'd you hear that? Right? Why would Kevin Hart come to Dothan?" You know, and then, then I messaged her and I was like, "Hey, why don't you ask your Facebook page if they think Kevin Hart's coming to Dothan?" And right. see the comments was amazing because knowing we're going to drop this the next day, right? So, and so, what was that kind of feedback? this just real negative. Why would he come to Dothan? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. So now, 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 I hope people in the area know. And again. We may not get anything huge for another year, mm-hmm. but I hope everybody knows anything's possible.
0: Yeah, I think you've proved it. Yeah, anything's possible. Um, which is so unfortunate that th- that type of feedback would come, right? <laughs> but it's real. I mean, and again, you can't really discredit those people because it's like, yeah, whatever. You can't. You can't discredit like anybody. <laughs> just, you know, you
1: just can't discredit anybody.
0: Yeah, this blockbuster star is gonna, you know come to dothan alabama and oh yeah no he is and he did and uh <laughs> he did, we it was did two shows. And we went that's awesome man yeah well clay man i like i said earlier i really do um think you're a great person Appreciate Um, that, Rick. And uh, maybe I do need to talk to some more people and really get to know you, and they'll give me some (laughs) negative feedback about (laughs) you. But no, I'm I'm serious, man. Uh, I haven't met anybody who knows you who said a bad thing about you. And so, just keep up the hard work, man. You're doing great, and um, you're making a positive impact not just for uh, the the Civic Center and the Dothan Opera House, but the businesses and the community. And this is something that you can help turn dothan into an area that brings really really cool um events right? I, I
1: agree and then that's what's exciting to me is um you know i get to be a part of history you know i don't i don't, I don't have kids or anything so this is this is my legacy so um and maybe it, if, even if it don't work out you know it, it's, it's working out so far right um i just ask that people you know be patient and just keep your eyes open because stuff's going to come.
0: Yeah, and it, it may not even be just through the Dothan Civic Center because you've got the plant right up the street. Right. And if it's like, okay, if those guys are talking to people, it's, hey, guess what? Kevin Hart came. It did really, really well. Right. Your guys can perform here at the plant and do really, really right. well, and those too. Right,
1: guys, those guys at the plant have been doing it for years now. You know, my hat's off to them. Um, and technically, you know, Dothan has a farm system now. You You have... Somewhere like rain, an artist can come perform. Then they come back the next year, they can be at the opera house. Come back the next year, they can be at the plant. Come back the next year, they can be at the Civic Center. You know, so you have a whole system in place now to bring new talent to town, introduce them, and then grow with them.
0: Right on, man. I never thought about that. Well, Clay, thanks again for being on the podcast, man. man. You bring some value. You know, importance of networking, importance of having a plan. Um, There's nothing wrong with just setting a deadline and making sure that that setting the date for the train to show up right to the depot and right. making sure you build the depot <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> in time to receive to that train, man. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, so, you know, it might be pretty wild, but you're proving by bringing him to the city that big names can come to the city. Right. And the, um, the general public could have a positive response. We just need to make sure that we invite the right people to come and play.
1: That's it. That's it. Thank you, Rick, man. Yeah, I'm, man. I'm glad you're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, glad to Thank you.